Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, hosted by Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer of Creelan.com. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, embraced their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer. And my mission is to help female entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs tame their fear, embrace their greatness, and get out of their own damn way so they can create their mission-filled, heart-centered, soul-inspired business. This is the third episode of my one-year anniversary series where I'm sharing what I've learned from my podcast guests this first year. And after interviewing guests from eight countries across four continents around the world to find out how they learned to get out of their own damn way, I decided to go through all these interviews and the notes that I took while I completed the interviews with my guests to figure out a formula for getting out of your own damn way. The themes that emerged were super exciting and interesting, and I developed a four-step model for getting out of your own damn way based on these interviews and also my work with clients and students over the last several years. Today I'm going to share step three of four to getting out of your own damn way and embracing your friggin' greatness already. So if you haven't already done so, you might want to go download the special worksheet I created to go along with this episode. The worksheet's called Be Yourself to Greatness, and you can use it to dive in a little deeper into step three. So you can find it over at creelan.com slash 52, that's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash 52. So again, we're into step three already, and you would think that step one, knowing yourself, And step two, accepting yourself, would be enough to fully embrace your greatness and get out of your own damn way. But you'd be wrong. A huge thing that came up as I interviewed my podcast guests was that of following the path we're meant to take. Oh, my gosh, this actually was a pretty huge theme, too. All the themes that I'm talking about in this series were huge. Um, and so many themes came up. I had, when I was going through and trying to figure out what I was going to talk about and, and what themes were emerging, I had like pages and pages of notes that I took from the notes that I took. So I really, really dove in deep to figure out where the themes were coming up because I really like to understand how things work. Um, as I've talked about on my show, I, I'm kind of one of those, I have, the ability to use my right brain and my left brain, and I can go from big picture thinking to detail thinking. And um, so it really is helpful for a project like this, where I get to really dive in, get really detailed with what I'm finding, categorize it, find the patterns, and then I can just do a big overview. And that's what I'm doing for you um, in these these podcast episodes uh, for the one-year anniversary. So I'm really, really excited to talk about um, about all of the steps. But today we're talking about being yourself. And one of the things that I think really gets us in our way is that we feel like we need to live in this box, yeah? 
And this is the good girl box. It's the, the box of being a good employee or the good partner or the good mother. And we're playing this good girl role that we were cast in a really long time ago. And it just kind of plays out in every area of our lives, doesn't it? I mean, sometimes I, I still find myself doing this, even though I've done so much work along the way to get out of it. I, I still do it. And I'm guessing that a lot of you out there still fall into this from time to time as well. And there's nothing wrong with being in alignment, I'm going to say. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a good job or a good life or a good partner, a good relationship. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But what I hear a lot lately is that things that are really good on paper may not match with how we're feeling. I'm going to pause there a minute because I just want you to let that soak in. I mentioned this in um, the first of this series um, in some of the overall themes that I was seeing um, from from all the guest interviews. And, and that's this idea of, you know, we sometimes don't feel satisfied even when we have a life that's really freaking awesome. And it can be awesome on paper, but we're just – we're not feeling it the way we feel like we should. We might long for more, feel like there's something missing, or that we're being called to a higher purpose. And there's nothing wrong with that either. So I think we get really down on ourselves when we're feeling a certain way that doesn't quite match up with what we think we should be feeling, and then this is really what gets in the way, what the problem is. For many of us, this big calling we have to serve this big mission that we have, it's not going to go away just because we have a great life. So what happens is if we try and ignore the call to a greater purpose or to serve things in a different way, things begin to kind of fall apart. And it makes it less of a choice and more of a necessity to do things differently. And so this is, again, a theme that I've seen coming up a lot is so many people who have really good jobs, who enjoy their work, but are still not feeling fulfilled. Um, they want to start a business. They want, they're called to something greater, a greater purpose. And instead of just moving towards that, uh, we sometimes resist it, and then things start to fall apart. So I wonder if that's something that you can relate to. But it's, again, something that I just really have seen coming up that I wanted to talk about. I also want to talk about what not being yourself can look like. So it all kind of goes together here. What not being yourself can look like is, again, having a really good life, really good job, but not feeling happy or satisfied with it. Some of us can relate to that. Another thing that it looks like when you're not being yourself is trying to fit into a box of what's expected rather than what we truly want. And sometimes we can try and squeeze ourselves so much into that box. Into, we're so comfortable 
in our discomfort in that box that we don't feel safe exploring what we want. We don't feel safe entertaining what we want. And boy, do I have some great things to talk about how we can do that later in in this episode. But I want you to see, like, is this ringing true for you at all? Not being yourself can also look like lusting after other people's lives. Oh, my gosh. How many of us go and see someone doing something? We're like, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I was doing that. I She was so lucky or, you know, how did they get to that? And I wish I were there. It's It's that comparisonitis I talk about so much. And we really, when we do that, we are really doing ourselves a disservice because we're not appreciating where we're at. We don't know someone else's backstory. Everyone has to get out of their own damn way. It's not just a thing that I have to go through or you have to go through or the person next to you has to go through. Everyone has to do it. We don't know what it took for that other person to get to where they are. And I'm sure it took a lot. (laughs) We sometimes think that other people have an easy road. They just have a different road, not an easier one. And then the other way that not being yourself um, might look is talking ourselves out of going for it because we think of what other people might think. So we get so caught up in other people might judge us or they might not accept us, that we're going to stay small in order to not rock the boat. So this is, again, this is the good girl stuff coming up. So curious, is that any of your experience? I'm here to tell you, though, that the path to true greatness involves being who you are. So once you know who you are, once you accept who you are, then the real work begins, then you've got to be who you are. So that means giving up the good girl and the people-pleasing nonsense that was ingrained in you. So I've got a couple ways that I'm going to talk about for how we can break through the good girl. (laughs) You ready? You ready? So the first one is to let your light shine. One of the things I've been doing for quite a while, because this is the left brain part of me, is I've been categorizing different profiles of my clients and students for a while. So what what I've found um, is there's one profile that seems to be coming up a lot lately. I call it the wallflower syndrome. And it's where we hide in the shadows, we don't own our value, and... It's one of the biggest profiles that I'm seeing right now, especially those of us who are um, working online in our businesses. So some of us have businesses, traditional businesses that um, are local, and some of us have businesses online, and some of us have a combination of the two. Um, But online, there's so many people in that space competing for attention that I see so many people kind of falling back into this wallflower. And for just to, I like to conjure up little images. So wallflower, if you can imagine like back 
in junior high, the, the, the dances where girls were standing against the wall, just kind of waiting to be asked to dance. And the key word is waiting. So when we're in that wallflower syndrome, it, it's kind of like this perpetual state of waiting, waiting for the right time, waiting for the right circumstance, waiting for things to be perfect. Ugh. And waiting, I mean, waiting costs a lot of energy, doesn't it? When we're just constantly waiting, and then it's kind of like this longing that we have to just be ourselves. So we need to, we need to work through that. And how many of us are waiting for things to be right, for things like the timing to be right, or there to be enough money in the bank, or for circumstances to be perfect, or the universe to line things up in, you know, everything, to, you know, everything to be lined up perfectly. And we're waiting just to start, just to start. And it doesn't even matter what you're waiting to start. The point is that unless you start, you're not going anywhere. You're standing still. You're either moving or you're not moving. There's really not an in-between. So perfectionism. Your perfectionism and waiting for things to be perfect, because they're never going to be perfect, truth bomb, that perfectionism is keeping you from shining. So what if things aren't perfect? So what if you're working full time and starting a business? So what if you weigh more than you want to weigh? What if you're juggling so many balls right now? Who's not juggling a million things? That's what I want to know. That's the person I want to meet. <laughs> you know, we all have stuff going on. There's always something that's going to be there that seems to get in the way. But is it that getting in the way or is it our understanding of that? Is it our perception of that that's getting in the way? It's our excuses. That's really what it boils down to. It's our excuses. What is getting in the way? Oh, my gosh, you guys, this is so juicy. I love all this stuff. And as a matter of fact, like, even going through all of this information from my podcast guests, it brought up all this stuff that I have been working on for so long, for so many years, trying to figure out how it all fits together. And this is really helping me. Too. I'm like giving you all this great information, but I can't tell you how much it's helped me get clarity on what I teach to do. This podcast has helped me in more ways than I can even imagine at this point. I'm getting so much clarity on how I teach and what I teach and that it's like this uniform thing throughout the world. You know, I believe we're all connected and that what I'm going through, the same is going on with other people across the world. And through my podcast, I've gotten confirmation of that, that there are people all over the world. There are women just like you, no matter where you are, all over the world who are going through these same issues, the same things, the same insecurities, the same fears, the same critical thoughts, and also the same awesomeness and the same breakthroughs and the same just amazing 
results that are happening. And it's just wonderful to be a part of that. And I'm actually, it's helping me get this all organized in such a way that I'm creating my very first program to help people embrace their greatness based on all this information that I'm sharing with this special anniversary series. So I can't wait to share that with you all, too, because I'm going to be diving even deeper than we are in these podcast episodes within my program. So stay tuned for details on that. But I want you to remember through everything, everything that I'm talking about, everything that I have ever talked about, everything I will talk about, you are destined for greatness. And in order to answer that call, you've got to embrace the reality and stop feeling miserable and dissatisfied and unfulfilled because you're here on a mission to help others heal in only the way that you can. Just because there's other people who do the same type of work you do doesn't negate what you do. Some people will be attracted to you and your message and your type of work more than another person who seems to be doing the same thing. There's space for all of us here. It's not a competition. We're here to collaborate and cooperate with each other and be connected to each other. So my challenge to you is to be bold, be brave, and be yourself. And take it from several of my guests who threw caution to the wind, made some bold choices, and just went for it. People like Dr. Gregory Kaneas, Kate One, Maria Allen, Liz Detterer, Reverend Eliza Bloom Robinson, Pooja Madan, and Nicole Lewis Kieber. Once we let our light shine, we can play. Oh, <laughs> play. I love this part. So we get to play in the world of possibilities. When we start to accept ourselves, because we know who we are and we accept ourselves, and then to be ourselves, that's the creative part. That's the fun part, because now we get to play in this world of possibilities. So the second part that I'm going to talk about, the second way that you can be yourself more fully is to live in the possibilities. And this is the space where anything can happen. (laughs) So as I was going through all of my guest notes, I came across this theme of living in the possibilities. And it just seemed to fit here so nicely in this section of this step, be yourself. What do I mean by possibilities? So these are the yummy, awesome sauce, chocolate-covered, cherry-on-top dreams and goals that you have. It's the place that you probably lived in during at least part of your childhood and the part that got squashed as you got older with all the shoulds and the people-pleasing ways that were ingrained in us. So life takes a toll 
And we, if we're not on top of it, it can really chip away at our ability to embrace and to remember what we're here to do. The land of possibilities is also where our greatness lies. It's, like I said, it's the fun place. It's where we get to be creative and be childlike, have this wonderment, and to really surrender to the what ifs. And that's one of my favorite things is to talk about what ifs. A lot of us talk about, a lot of us ask the question why. Why did this happen to me? Why me? Why can't I be like so-and-so? But I'm here to tell you that why is one of the most dangerous questions. And I'll tell, I'll tell you why. Haha. <laughs> why keeps us stuck in what is never going to happen? Something's already happened, and when we question it, when we stay stuck in the why piece of it, we don't allow ourselves that space to heal and move through and past it. So instead, what I tell people to ask is what if, and this is right in the land of possibility here, what if, what if I weren't afraid? What would I do then? What if I were good enough? What if I would be myself all the time? What would I do? Who would I be? Where would I live? What business would I create? What services would I provide? What would I teach my clients? That brings up all of the yum of being an entrepreneur. That allows us to live into our calling. To live into our greatness. So that's where we want to stay. That's where we want to stay, is in that land of possibilities, that land of what if. It's kind of like there's a quote, and I, I sometimes don't remember quotes exactly how they're written, but it's it goes like, you know, dance like no one's watching, sing like no one's listening. That's the place we want to be full of yes and possibility and wonder. We want to get away from the no's and the if only's and the yeah buts and the why's. Okay? So you got that? That's where we're going. So when you go there, I want you to go there. I want you to go to your land of possibilities and pay attention to what you see, what you feel, what you hear who you see, where you are, what you're doing, how you're helping those who you're here to serve. So I want I want you to, to remember my guests like Derek Kwa, who asked himself, what's the worst that could happen? Before he reached out to some big-name people in his industry who ended up helping him. And Stephanie Gostin, who said, I can do anything. And Philip Dingra, who talked about the joy of missing out. Oh, my gosh, it was so wonderful. So the 
there's a thing, the fear of missing out, FOMO. But he and his friend came up with the joy of missing out, JOMO. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So the joy of missing out. Stay where you are. Stay in your land of possibilities. Don't get distracted by other people's crap. There's so much of other people's crap going on, stuff that doesn't matter. What you're here to do matters. You matter. That's being yourself, is being in that place where you know that you matter and you are here to be great and to help serve the people you're here to serve. That's step number three, is to be yourself. So that means we've only got one more step to go. So in the next and last episode of this special one-year anniversary series, I'm going to be sharing step four to get out of your own damn way and embrace your freaking greatness already. So stay tuned for that. And as always, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast with Creelan Peters, the Fear Whisperer. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and leave a review on iTunes. You can also find us at creelan.com slash podcast. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in.